for joining. Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast with your very own host. This is Jackie Wade, and I really enjoy um, the fact that you all have been joining me on my podcast. I am so excited tonight as we get started. I want to go right into talking about spiritual disciplines tonight. And I want to read a scripture to start off um, with from Joshua, first chapter, Um, In the eighth verse, it says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Hallelujah. So um, that particular scripture is going to be our basis for tonight as we get right into Uh, spiritual disciplines. I want to open up with a word of prayer. And again, I really appreciate all that have been joining me and sharing this podcast. Continue to share it. Continue to send it to your friends. Uh, We're now on Spotify and God is just doing great things. So I, I thank you once again for coming on and joining me. And again, we're going to talk about spiritual disciplines. Let's go right into prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this evening, thanking you for yet another day. God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your compassion. Father, we thank you for your righteous right hand, God. We give you praise and we give you glory for all that you are doing in the lives of your people and even in my life, God. We thank you for the blood that covers our lives. We thank you for the blood that has saved our souls, that we have a way out of sin and a way into your presence, that we could come boldly to your throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy. We give you praise for all of those that will listen tonight, all of those that will listen after the recording. And Lord, we say, have your way in our hearts and our minds. Let this penetrate within us, God, that we will do those things, God, that will bring forth a harvest and a fruitful spiritual life, God, as we learn, God, to discipline our spirit, our soul, Lord God, that we will line up with what you are calling us to do in these last and evil days, that others may be saved, Lord. And we know it's not about us, but it's about your work. It's about your will, God, that's going to be done in this earth. We give you praise now, God. You speak through my mouth, Lord God, and seal this prayer that there will be no backlash or retaliation in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So tonight we're going to jump right into um we're going to jump right into uh, spiritual disciplines. I want to first explain what is spiritual discipline. What is a spirit? What is what is the definition of uh, spiritual uh, discipline? And a lot of times you hear people, um, you know, talk about this terminology. Um, they're disciplining themselves to do what God has called them to do. And I just want to be um, clear about some things that. We definitely want to make sure that um, this is not a ritual or uh, some kind of practice that we feel uh, we're doing to make ourselves right, you know, righteous. It's by the blood of Jesus that we are who we are. However, there's a there is a discipline that the Lord wants us to continue to walk in progressive salvation where we're now able to um, get this flesh under control. Once we have uh, acknowledged the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we become uh, believers in the kingdom. We definitely want to 
mature in the Lord. And so by practicing spiritual disciplines, this is one of the things and one of the ways that will help us to, to continue to grow in those things that God has called us to be. So discipline is defined as training expected to produce a specific character or pattern of behavior. Now, discipline is not a part of the sinful nature, but it is a natural component of the believer's life, right? And so we want to be mindful that spiritual discipline discipline can be described as those behaviors that augment our spiritual growth and enable us to grow to spiritual maturity. Now, this process of spiritual maturity and, and spiritual growth and development begins to take place the moment a person encounters, like I said earlier, that Jesus Christ is Lord and has come to him for salvation. Now, the purpose of spiritual discipline is to, to develop our inner being. Okay, and then we're going to talk about several types of spiritual disciplines. Some is going to be our inner being, and we'll get more into that. But it's really to help develop our inner being, that which has been transformed by Christ himself. Once we, um, you know, said the, the prayer of salvation. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things has passed away and behold, the new has come. And so we are redeemed believers. We have experienced a total renewal of our whole person from within. And this involves differences in our thoughts and our feelings and the character that God wants us to have as well. This is what Paul said when in mind when he spoke of taking off that old self, right? And putting on the new, which is being renewed in the knowledge and the image of Christ. Um, we want to be renewed. We want our minds to be renewed. Colossians 3, 9 and 10 says, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So I want to just touch on that for a minute. We want to be renewed in our in our minds, in our um, how we think. Um, we want to make sure that God is being glorified um, and everything that we do, but we definitely want to be renewed in our minds because without the renewal, um, you can do all of this and it's null and void. Uh, Romans 12 and two says, uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, I like that scripture because I remember when I had first gave my heart to Christ and I really read Romans. Romans was one of the books of the Bible that really helped me get grounded and learn a lot of things. Uh, and so that particular scripture, do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye, which is you, may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, right? And so we want to make sure that we are, we are applying this word to, to us and that our minds are being renewed. That is a daily process. That's, that's not something we just do and then we stop. That's not, no, we want to continue to have our minds renewed that God can continue to show us new things and we're teachable and we're open, you know? And so, um, it's a blessing to know that first Timothy four and seven says, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness and the goal of godliness. It means, to, you know, you're disciplining yourself by the power of the Holy Spirit and you're rightly motivated. See, we are to discipline ourselves for the purpose of godliness. 
the practical ways of doing that are the things that we do in spiritual uh, discipline. And so um, joy, you know, is, is not a spiritual discipline. That's a fruit, but it's not a spiritual discipline. So we're going to get into what are these spiritual disciplines? What are these things that will bring forth um a harvest in our spiritual realm that we will start now to mature in the things of the Lord. Um, and so I want to first touch on those inward disciplines. Um, the first one I want to talk about is meditating. Meditation is a necessary discipline. Uh, meditation is definitely needed. Uh, we, we definitely got to know that when we meditate, um, it's us getting in a quiet place and hearing from God. You know, med meditate is uh, meditation is described as like an act of pondering. You know, it's, it's like uh, you're just sitting there and you're just pondering on what you just learned, um, making sure that it gets down in the inside of you, you know, um, that that it will take residence in your spirit realm, that uh, you will know exactly what God is saying. And the more that you meditate, you know, the more that you spend time with the Lord, um, you'll be surprised. You'll get clear direction. And, and so meditation is one of the inward spiritual disciplines. Psalms 1 and 2 says it like this. Um, Psalms 1 and 2 says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, doth he meditate day and night? See, it, it, you know, it's something about that meditation that we need to be mindful of. We we have to be mindful that that is a spiritual discipline. And, and Joshua 1 and 8, it says, the, like I stated earlier, the book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest, mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then shall you have good success. See, Joshua, even in Joshua, we're talking about that meditation. Um, and that's a spiritual discipline, um, people of God. That is a spiritual discipline. And um, it's really, every time I've, I've, you know, sat down and just let it, let his word get in me and just sit there and bask in his presence, I've been blessed. I mean, over time, I've been blessed. And so that's one of the inward disciplines. Another inward discipline is prayer. Prayer is needed. Prayer is necessary. Prayer is how, you know, we talk to God. But prayer is also, it helps us line up with the will of God. You know, um, it's important that we pray. It's important that we take time out to talk to our Heavenly Father. Um, it's important that we do not overlook the power of prayer, you know, making habits of devotion, like, like prayer is needed because we are transformed by the Holy spirit and it cultivates us to a life of discipline, you know? So it's important that we pray. Um, first Timothy four, seven, and eight says it something like this, have nothing to do with, with irre irre irrelevant, silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. And so when we pray, it's given us that 
training is giving us that that virtue that 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 training that we need to to understand that God promises um, us different things and, and and getting in that word, meditating and then praying, going before the Lord, you know, making our petitions known, um, letting the Holy Spirit transform us while we pray. It's needed. It's necessary. And so that's another one of um, the important disciplines that we definitely need to be mindful of. We definitely need to understand that, you know, God has called his people to prayer and um, we stand in the gap for others. You know, the Bible says um, in Romans uh, 5 and 2, you know, it says here, though through him, we also have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so we need to be mindful that we are to rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, but be constant in prayer. Okay, that's verse 12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation and be constant in prayer as Romans 12 and 12. And so um, we want to be mindful that prayer is necessary. One of the another inward disciplines is fasting. Fasting is necessary. Fasting denies us of our fleshly desires. It puts this flesh under subjection so that we can learn that we need to train this flesh. Because remember, the flesh is always at war with the spirit. It's always at war. So we have to learn how to um, put this flesh under subjection because if not, we won't have any, you know, real power over this flesh, you know? And so Galatians 5.17 says it like this. It says in the New Living Translation, it says the sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. So fasting helps with that. Fasting helps us understand that we need to put this flesh under subjection, that we just should not allow uh, be glutton, you know, eating everything when, when pastor or our pastors or our leaders are calling us to fast, we need to be mindful of that. And fasting can be also not just from food. It could be from people. It could be from social media. It could be from, you know, different things that you do every day, looking at TV, you know, looking at movies, you know, fasting is, um, definitely needed. You know, it's the way we abstain from food when people want to humble themselves by praying and, and mourning. They want to get into their fasting. And, and fasting is to be a matter of the heart between you and God. Okay. When you fast, you know, it's between you and God. You don't supposed to be complaining about it, you know, or telling people about it as the scripture says, but you want to, you want to do it with a joy in your heart, knowing that you are uh, practicing one of the spiritual disciplines. Amen. So um, that is 
definitely necessary, definitely necessary um, with fasting. And then one of the other spiritual disciplines is studying, studying God's word, knowing God's word, you know, um, showing yourself approved, uh, making sure that you know the word of God, you know. Um, and so we have to remember that when we read the word of God, that's God's, you know, way of speaking to us. Um, that's God's way of now getting his, his word in the inside, um, inside of us that we will be victorious. It's not enough to quote the word. It's not enough to know all the scriptures if we're not living it. Right. Second Timothy two fifteen says, study to show you thyself approved unto God, unto God, not unto man, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. And so we have to be sure that we're, we're mindful and we're, we're clear about this studying to show thyself approved because yes, we need to be able to, um, navigate through the word and help others and, you know, speak the word into other people's lives. But let's make sure that we're not just hearers of the word. Let's be doers of the word. Amen. And so as we study the word of God, that is God downloading his, his ways and his thoughts and you know, his, his map for our life that we will be successful. You know, the word of God has promises in there. It is things that he has promised us every day. He loads us with daily benefits and there's promises that he gives us and we should know them because when we know his promises, guess what? We can stand on those promises in faith, knowing that he's going to come through. He, he don't fail. He's a faithful God. And so those four are the inward disciplines. We said meditation, prayer, fasting, and then we have studying. Okay. Now there's some other uh, disciplines that I want to talk about. The outward disciplines, um, the outward disciplines really are a reality of the inward, to be honest. So you have one that's the title is simplicity. Okay. So when I looked at simplicity, I said, wow, you know, this was a teaching moment for me as well, but simplicity is just what it is. You know, just, just be simple. Just keep it simple. Stay humble, you know, stay, stay at your father's feet, stay teachable, be free in your spirit, you know, and, and don't let anything take you and distract you from being who God has called you to be, which we all should stay humble and walk in humility and be, you know, servants, servant for the Lord. Amen. And it doesn't matter the title, right? It matters about what is our discipline? What is our spiritual life looking like? How are we discipling others? How are others looking at our life and saying, you know what? That's fruit. How did that person, where, what, what did they do to get there? And so, that is the goal because the Bible say that God said, if I would be lifted up, I would draw all men unto me. And so we're just his vessels allowing him to use us so that he can draw all men unto him. Amen. Then we have the next one is silence. Silence. And so um, we, we want to realize that silence and simplicity goes hand in hand. You know, just you and God, just just be silent. 
Just hear from God. No conversation, no noise. Just hear from God. Next, we have solitude. Solitude, I want to give the definition for this, the practice of spending time without any others or any distraction. That is needed. Jesus even practiced solitude. He would leave the disciples and he went up into the mountains when he prayed. There was times when, you know, um, when when different uh, people, they left, you know, Abraham, he went away. He prayed to himself. You know, there was times when Jesus, he did it plenty of times when he went away and he just got along and it was just him and the father. And so we want to be sure that solitude is one of the necessary outward disciplines. Because when you see, um, it's times when I'll even say to my family, you know, I'm going into a room and I'm going to pray. You know, and they're like, where are you going? And it's like, I just need to get close and quiet with God and hear from God and spend that intimate time with him because just like I love my family and I spend time with them and we may have movie nights and we do different things. God wants my time as well. And I have to have enough discipline to understand, okay, this is me and his time right now. This is the time for me just to hear from Holy Spirit. This is the time just for me to get in my word. And so solitude is necessary. And then we have um, submission, right? Submission. Submission is important. You know, we have to constantly understand that um, we want to submit to the proper people in the proper way and then fight against the sin of pride. So we definitely want to be, we want to practice submission. We want to be um, submissive in the way we come unto God and the way we obey God and Holy Spirit directs us. We want to be submissive and have that spirit of submission so that way God can be glorified. He can be glorified because as we practice these spiritual disciplines, there will be times when you will be challenged. There will be times when you will be confronted. Whether it's, you know, inadvertently from from people who just want to challenge you or it's just enemy driven. Right. But when you have these disciplines that builds up those muscles, just like a person would go to the gym. And now when they build up those muscles, just say if somebody come and hit them in their arm where they build up the muscle, it's going to bounce back. It's not going to penetrate them because they've built up a muscle. And so this spiritual discipline is the same exact way. You're building up your muscles. So when you're penetrated, it's not going to, it's not going to penetrate you when, when, when you're trying to be penetrated, should I say, when someone is trying to, or the enemy is trying to come at you, it's going to bounce back. Because you've built up this, this stamina, you built up this, this muscle in the spiritual realm that allows you now to just not only uh, for it to bounce back, but also for you to see it for what it is. And so that's nothing but the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, these points that we're going through today, they are vital. They are vital to your maturity. They are vital. There's no way that you can walk and go into different realms without having spiritual maturity and spiritual discipline. You just have to have it. It's just the same way. Um, just give you an example. There's no way, you know, if you're not rich and money fell out the sky, that you can just go and just buy a house. You have to practice spirit. You have to practice discipline with your finances. You have to save your money. You have to put your money away. You have to neglect the things that you may want, but you know it's a greater sacrifice, a greater 
opportunity coming later. And that's that's with obedience. And this is also um, necessary. You have to be obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit that you will be successful, that God can find you worthy of being used. He needs us to be used, people of God. And so we have to now come up to another standard and get out of being, you know, petty and getting out of being in our own mindset and be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind because there's something that he wants to prove his goodwill, his acceptable will. So we have to be vessels. If we really say we want to be used by God, if we really say that God's hand is on our life, then we got to submit ourselves. We have to practice not only those inward disciplines, we have to practice the outward disciplines. And then the other next uh, outward discipline is service, right? Give your time to, you know, your place of worship or, um, Give your tithe. Tithing is time. You can give your time and tithe, you know, and so is is 10%. You give some time, tithe, you know, pay your tithes. If you have the money, pay your tithes now. But I'm just saying, if you have time, be a blessing and serve because service opens up other opportunities that God want to put you involved, want to give to you. But so many people don't want to serve. And there is a blessing attached to serving. There is a blessing attached to um, just being uh, being there. You know, if God gave you health and he gave you a good mind and a good body. Serve unto the Lord. You may be serving at your place of worship. You may be serving at a community center. You may be serving at, you know, a food pantry, whatever it is. You may be serving, giving out food or helping people in the the, the community. But whatever it is, do it unto the Lord. Because when we do it unto God, he is pleased with that and he receives that. And then when we have a need or there's something that we need, guess what? You think he's not going to take care of us? Yes, he's going to take care of his people. So just be mindful. That is an outward discipline, which is service. Then let's touch into the corporate disciplines. One of the first disciplines I want to talk about here is confession. Um, Confession. Confession is the practice of confessing your sins to trusted people who will pray with you and be spiritual allies. And this is a really sensitive situation right here. When I say confession, the Bible even talks about how um, we are to confess our sins one to another. Um, And so when we confess our sins one to another, we definitely want to be mindful that um, it's in a a safe environment. You know, Um, James 5, 16 says, therefore, confess your sins one to another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effect, effective prayer of a righteous man accomplish much. And that's the NIV version. So I just want to encourage you that when we confess our sins, we, we are basically letting the enemy know you're not going to keep me in this bondage. You're not going to keep me um, bound up where I'm sitting here doing things and saying things or, or feeling some type of way. And, and now because I choose to shut down, the enemy is laughing at me and saying, oh, you don't have anybody. No, you find you someone that you can confide in, someone who takes this walk with God very serious and who understands that when you confide in them, that that is uh, that is an honor. You know, I always looked at uh, when people confided in me through the years, I looked at it. I looked at that as an honor. 
I looked at that as, wow, you seem fit to come and tell me something really personal about you. And so because the person may have done that, I don't feel like that is um, to be just tampered with, just to throw people business out. I feel like that's an honor that God seemed fit to find me worthy that somebody would come to me. And so um, that is one of the corporate disciplines is confession. And then you have worship, right? We know that when we worship, engaging in corporate worship includes um this is also when you can also have this type of worship in your prayer life. So, you know, your your life should be worship, period, as the young people say. Your life should be worship. Your life should be worship, meaning that God is pleased in everything that you do. God is pleased in everything that you do. So your life should be worship. But this type of worship we're talking about is a corporate worship where we come together and we worship the Lord God, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, for all that he's done. And then the next one for our corporate discipline is guidance, right? We want to look at guidance and we want to be sure that we are being guided by the Holy Spirit, that we are doing exactly what God wants us to do. And that comes from reading the word. So some of these ties in, as you see, into that inner discipline, those inner um, inward types of discipline. Um, and then last but not least is celebration. That's an outward, outward discipline, celebration, celebration. And so when we celebrate, it's the practice of being grateful and thankful both in our own relationship with Christ and with other believers. We are expressing encouragement and thankfulness to others. You know, we're grateful that you pray. For, I'm grateful that you pray for me. I'm grateful that you, you know, you, you believed in me. You, you, you entrusted me that you, you know, you cared for me when I was down. You didn't kick me. You didn't hurt me, but you prayed with me. You got me back up that I could be healed and restored and in my rightful place with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that is another, um, you know, corporate disciplines when we celebrate each other, when we celebrate um, the woman, the man of God, our pastor, or our bishops, or whoever is our whoever may be our leader. That's a that's saying that we're grateful and we're thankful. You know, and some people will try to say, "Oh, you know, you 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 magnify you're magnifying flesh." No, we're thankful. We're grateful that God put that leader over our life for such a time as this right now, because that person had to also practice these same things that I'm talking about disciplines that they would be in their rightful place to be a blessing for our lives. See, it all comes together. And so why wouldn't we be thankful for someone submitting and being obedient and doing what God told them, told them to do so that we now can mature and grow in the things of the Lord. And so let's just be mindful that, uh, celebration is, is not a bad thing. You know, it's not, we're celebrating flesh and no, we're grateful to God. We are grateful to God. I thank God for my past. I thank God for my first lady. You know, I thank God that they, uh, uh are obedient, that they were obedient when the call came their way and they left their home in California and they came, you know, on to Georgia. And then here I am, you know, God knew exactly what I needed, what my family needed and other, hundreds of other families, you know? And so it's, it's, it's a reason to be grateful. So I just thank you all for joining tonight. I wanted to talk about these disciplines, um, the dis these disciplines of engagement, because they are intended to build the right 
kinds of attitudes and habits into our daily lives. And we just definitely need to know that um, it is needed if we want to mature in the ways of God, if we want to grow in the things of the Lord, we have to practice discipline, discipline people of God. We have to be um, serious and diligent about our father's business. And yes, we're going to, you know, reach the lost souls and we're going to go out and make disciples. But at the same time, we have to also continue to walk in this progressive salvation, continue to be all that God called us to be, you know, so that he could be pleased with us. And so I just thank you for joining me once again on this topic of spiritual disciplines uh, I just love God. I love his word. Holy Spirit is always here with us. And um, I love you all. I love you all with the love of the Lord. One day, hopefully, um, you know, I'll do a live and I may do more things. But right now, um, I really enjoy coming on and, and just being involved with the podcast. And again, I thank you for just joining me this evening. I thank you all who will join and just share, share the podcast, um, continue to be blessed, continue to pray, continue to practice these spiritual disciplines, continue to meditate, continue to pray, continue to fast and continue to study. Those are our inward disciplines. Then those outward disciplines, we want to continue to just live in simplicity we want to continue to practice a time of solitude where it's just you and God. Continue to have a submissive, a submissive spirit unto the Holy Spirit that it will lead and guide you into all uh, truth and righteousness. And then continue to serve, continue to be of service because that is an outward discipline that helps us with that, you know, understanding the core of who the Lord is in our lives, that he want us to be a blessing to each other. That is how we um, show our love to each other, you know, and then the corporate disciplines is the confessions, right? We're going to confess our sins one to another. Make sure you have a safe place. Make sure you can um, confide, you know, in, in, individuals who have demonstrated that maturity at least and also worship corporate worship you know we want to worship in our prayer life but we want to worship in you know a corporate worship setting with every all of the believers and then guidance we want to continue to ask holy spirit to lead and guide us be led by the word of god and let that word guide us so that we can you know be prosperous and in our ways will be successful and then celebration hey let's celebrate let's celebrate the goodness of the lord let's celebrate how god has been he has been faithful how how loving he is let's celebrate because he is our joy the joy of the lord is our strength let's celebrate those leaders that he has placed over us and even those that we come in contact with our friends our our sisters and our brothers in the lord let's celebrate them let's celebrate our family let's celebrate our children let's celebrate because when god has allowed us to see another day that is a day worth celebrating alone and so we give god praise tonight we give him honor we give him glory god we thank you we bless you for being so good to us for your mighty power we bless you for your loving kindness your tender mercies god we thank you every day you load us with benefits father we thank you, God, that we can come to you if we lack wisdom. For you said that you would give it to us liberally, God. We thank you that you're sovereign, that you sit high, Lord, that you see all things, God, that you're 
all places at all times, God. And so tonight, we just want to lift up those that may have be suffering uh, from loved ones that have left here, God, during this season, Lord God, that this time of the year, God, sometimes may get a little hard on your people, God. So we ask for supernatural strength. We ask you to upgird them during this time, God, that you will be with them, God, that you will cover their minds and their hearts, Father. Oh, God, let them be around friends and family and those that will embrace them and encourage them even the more, God. Father, we lift up our children, our young people tonight, God, and we we continue to say, God, have your way. Continue to help them, God, to know that you are the only God, Father, that you are the true and living God, Father, and that even though they may look after all these things and artists and different music, God, lead them back to you, God, like only you can. We thank you tonight, Lord God, that you are still God and God alone. We bless you, Lord, and we thank you. We pray for our pastors tonight. We pray for our first ladies, God, as they continue to do the work of the ministry. Sometimes it may get heavy on their heart, on their minds, Lord God, the demons and the things that they fight, God, financial situations, Lord God, and just dealing with people, God. We ask that you will continue to grace them for the race, God. Continue, Lord God, to strengthen their hearts and their minds, guide their eyes and their ears, God, that no evil thing will come upon them, Lord God. Father, we thank you now that the enemy is defeated by the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, and we give you praise, Lord God, that he has no power and no authority over your people. God, we thank you that for the authority that is invested in me. Lord God, I bind up every satanic, evil, demonic, oppressed spirit that come against your leaders, the people that you have put in position, Lord God, to bring forth your word, God, your logos word and your rhema word. We give you praise tonight, God. Father, continue to cover their feet, God, that their foot will not dash against any stone. And we give you praise, God. We thank you now, God, for doing mighty things in our sight, God. We have not begun to even see all that you are doing, but we give you praise, Lord God. Father, for those, God, that will give their heart tonight, Father, we pray right now, Lord God, that you will soften their heart and their mind, God, that they will accept you this evening as your Lord and Savior, as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, God. And so we give you praise and we give you glory. And it is in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. 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 I do want to ask for those who would love to give their hearts tonight to the Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That there is a prayer that you can pray and um, God is able to do all things but fail. And so we give God praise tonight that um, for those that want to give their hearts, their minds to the Lord Jesus Christ, we give God praise for that right now. And we thank him. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our midst, God, that you are still saving souls and that without you, Lord God, we don't even know where we would be. So I just want to pray a, a, a prayer tonight um, for all of those that will love to give their hearts to the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, we thank God for you tonight. We thank God that, you know, the Lord has touched your heart, that you are willing and wanting to do what God will have you to do. If you would love to give your heart to Christ, please repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust you and follow you as Lord and Savior. 
We thank you right now for saving my soul. And I thank you, Lord God, that you paid the price on Calvary's cross for the remissions of my sins. And I recognize that your mercy, Lord God, is your mercy and your grace that is keeping me, that has kept me and is keeping me. I give you praise right now and I give you glory. In Jesus' name, I pray. And if you just repeated that prayer after me, you are now saved. You are now in the family, the body of Christ. And we thank you. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is, this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works that no one shall boast. Titus 3 and 5 says, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. It says in Romans 10 and 9, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And you are now saved, my brother and my sister. You are now saved. What I want to encourage you to do is get into a Bible-believing place of worship. Get into a Bible-believing place of worship and continue to grow in this walk with the Lord. I won't say it is going to always be easy, but it won't always be hard. And let me tell you, if God before you is more than a whole world against you. And so I do want to encourage you to get in a Bible-believing worship place of worship. Please don't forget, ask the Holy Spirit, ask Holy Spirit to come into your life that you will be filled with the power, the dunamis power of God. We need his spirit in these times. And you can simply just ask the Lord, I need your Holy Spirit. I need your spirit within me, God. And God is, he will give you just what you ask for. He's faithful and just. So we thank him tonight. We give him praise and we give him glory. I want to thank you again for joining me on the Remnant Podcast. I am Jackie Wade. Listen, I love you all. I love the Lord. I love his word and I love Holy Spirit. Continue to walk with the Lord no matter what. Continue to allow him to download everything that he has for you in your spirit. And do not forget, spiritual discipline is needed for spiritual maturity. God is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. We give him all the praise and all the glory tonight. I thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast. Listen, be blessed. And until we meet again, have a wonderful day in the Lord. God bless you.